Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Liguria. Historical background. Liguria has always been a land of innovation and trade. It is a region that the ancient Greek historian Diodorus Siculus describes in the first century BC. Neither olive trees nor vines, but forests. This land, which the gods love, is inaccessible to Ceres, the goddess of grain crops, and Bacchus, the god of wine. In pre-Roman times, Liguria was not as we know it today. In fact, the Ligurians occupied a much larger area, including much of the northwestern Italy, northern Tuscany, and the northeastern corner of the Iberian Peninsula. The arrival of the Romans and the subsequent subjugation of the Ligurians changed the region's socio-economic system and brought investments to the primitive forms of the cultivation then in practice. Emperor Aurelian established a fortified settlement in the region and encouraged the planting of new vineyards to supply Rome. Despite these efforts, viticulture, as well as olive growing, struggled to take hold, as the morphology of the land was by no means conductive to agricultural development. In fact, it was not only centuries later in the Middle Ages that a widespread viticultural presence was established from La Spezzino to Savona. When Genoa became a maritime republic, the wines of Coronata, the Costa di Riparolo, the Polcevera and Bisagno valleys gained increasing renown. It was a period when the most traded wines were Vernacce, which took its name from the port of Vernazza, a municipality in Cinque Terre, which soon became a true symbol of Genoese viticulture, just as Malvasia wines were from Venice. The importance of the wine trade between the Liguria Riviera and the cities of Nice and Rome is documented in the maritime and trading records of the Republic of Genoa, while other documents from the 17th century confirm supplies of wines to the Duques of Milan and Savoy. The Spanish writer Miguel de Cervantes, in his 1613 novella El Licenciado Vidriera, the lawyer of Las, commented on the greatness of the Cinque Vigne, the name of which the vineyards of the Cinque Terra were known. Evidence of the growing popularity of the region's wine also comes from the writings of the young aristocrats, intellectuals, and poets of the Grand Tour, 
as they explore Italy's historical, architectural, and cultural treasures. Despite its renowned status, Ligurian viticulture soon slipped into a long period of crisis in which its wine was destined for local or self-conception. Among the factors that contributed to its decline were fierce competition from English and Dutch traders in the Mediterranean, the cheapness of wine production in neighboring regions such as the Oltre Popavese area and Piedmont, which introduced more competitively priced wines to the market, and the arrival a few decades later of the Scourge of Philosophy. To all this must be added a lack of stability in the cultivation techniques of the Ligurians, who were often inclined to tinker with things even if they were going well. The viticultural plant crisis continues until the 1980s and was not only reversed when a group of producers decided to review their production schemes, focus on quality, and reshape the analogical tradition of the territory. These reforms have led to a resurgence of analogical excellence that bodes well for the future. Geomorphology Liguria is a thin strip of land and one of the smallest regions in Italy together with Molise and Alster Valley, squeezed as it is between the Alps, the Apennines, and the Ligurian Sea. Like the Roman god Janus, from whom the name Genoa is thought to derive, Liguria is said to be two-faced, with one side that looks to the sea and the other that looks to the mountains. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show. The region forms an arc around 270 kilometers in length, stretching from southern France to Tuscany. Geologically, it is also divided into two parts, the Riviera di Ponente to the west and the Riviera di Levante to the east. The former belongs to the mountainous chain of the Alps, except for the Albenga plain, where it enters the Fleisch zone towards the sea, consisting of a rocky substratum with light-colored marbly calcareous strata. The Riviera di Levante is linked to the Apennines and is geologically the younger of the two. Regarding the morphology of the land, areas suitable for agriculture are extremely limited. That's why the land was restructured with terracing and dry stone walls overlooking the sea. Here, viticulture is not only heroic, but also an engineering gamble. It is clear, however, that in a region such as this, production will never satisfy the larger markets, and instead, remains destined for self-conception and meeting the needs of local holiday resorts. While space is at a premium, the climate is extraordinarily advantageous, with temperatures averaging a summer high of 27 degrees and a winter low of 7 or 8 degrees. Protection from the north cold winds is offered by the mountains, and an average annual precipitation of around 1,500 millimeters complete the generally favorable picture. On the Riviera di Ponente, where the pressure of the mountains is less impending, viticulture has also been able to develop inland in the areas of Ventimiglia, Valle Crozia, and Albenga, 
where the soils are rich in quartzose, sandstones, and limestones, even at altitudes of 900 meters above sea level. These are the areas of the Rosese vine in the valley of the Nervia stream east of Ventimiglia. The climate in the Ponente contributes significantly to the growth of the vine, which takes place on soils that are well-drained and sandy, giving the wine's characteristics of freshness and sapidity, Mediterranean flavors, hints of the sea, and good acidity, intense and lively colors, fine but intense and predominantly fruity aromas. Along the Riviera di Levante, the main wine-growing areas are those of Tigullio, Levanto, and Cinque Terre, which extends from Punta Mesco to Punta di Montenero, and includes five small villages perched on the coastline. This is an area characterized by terrace cultivation that rises to a maximum of 600 meters above sea level, with vines that have an east-to-the-west exposure trained in the low pergola system and managed either by means of walkways that climb to the top of the hills or by funiculars or monorails that allow the grapes to be transported when there are particularly steep slopes. These are the areas with accentuated orographic relief and an alternation of basins and creeks. In the Monte Rosso area, the vine, placed on compact limestone clayly siliceous soils, yields fruit that tends to produce higher alcohol wines than in nearby Rio Maggiore, which has more friable rocks and looser, lighter soils originating from the disintegration of schists and metamorphic origin with an acidic pH. On the border with Tuscany, we find the Colli di Lune, located on the foot of the Apuan Alps, an interregional area with black schists and the first deposits of Tuscan Machino. Liguria has little agricultural vocation, having a morphology characterized for 70% of its territory by mountains and steep hills, predominantly shrouded in forest. Despite these physical obstacles, it is a region that has about 5,000 hectares under vine, testimony to the character of the Ligurians and the energy they expend sustaining an activity that requires more than double the effort of any other vine growing area in Italy, with the possible exception of Valtellina. The most cultivated white grape variety is Vermentino, which plays an important role in all the appellations, Pigato, Albarola, and Lumassina, while the red grape varieties are Rossese, Ormeasco, Granaccia, Ciliegiolo, Sangiovese, and Barbera. Mainly present in the Riviera di Ponente and partly in the Genoa area. To these can be added the other white grapes, Bianchetta Genovese, Moscato, and Rollo, growing in the Genovese area and the Gulf of Tigullio, and Bosco and Albarola, grown in the Cinque Terre. These grapes of Liguria give rise to eight DOCs, Colli di Luni DOC, Cinque Terre and Cinque Terre Sciacchetra DOC, Colline di Levanto DOC, Golfo di Tiguglio Portofino DOC, Riviera Ligule di Ponente DOC, Ormelasco di Pornassio DOC, 
Dolce Acqua DOC and Val Polcevera DOC. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.